Hi, I'm Erica Ramirez, founder of Illy and host of What About Your Friends, a podcast dedicated to the many lives of friendship and how it's portrayed in pop culture. Every Wednesday on the Ringer Dish feed, I talk to my best friend, Stephen Othello, and your favorites from within the Ringer and beyond about friendships on TV, in movies, pop culture, and our real lives. So join me every Wednesday on the Ringer Dish feed, where we try to answer the question TLC asked back in the day, what about your friends? This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Welcome to Bachelor Party. It's Thursday, but the only thing that's up today is Love is Blind. So excited to talk about Love is Blind. Callie, are you aware of the weird Bachelor episodes I've been doing on Thursdays where I like talk to myself and Jade? No. Well, you should check it out. What's up Thursdays? Wait, is that? Yeah, you told me about that and you told me to listen to it, but I haven't. So I will, I will take a listen though. <laughs> We're here today, though, to talk about Love is Blind, season six, episodes one to six. So we have so much to say. We are going to go through our major takeaways from this set of episodes. And there is only one place to start. And it is with this clip. Do you ever get told you look like a celebrity? Yeah. Do you? I do. I do, too. All the time on the plane, I get one person. And it's just because I have dark hair and blue eyes. Ooh. But I don't see it, so don't get excited. <laughs> Say it. It's uh, MG. I don't even know if it's MGK's wife or her, his girlfriend. Megan Fox. Are you saying you look like Megan Fox? <laughs> it's just because I have light eyes and dark hair. That's the only reason. There's nothing else. <laughs> Callie. <laughs> I think the fate of the universe has changed based on this conversation. I mean, Jimmy expecting his future wife to look like Megan Fox is just something that can't be undone. This this is so shocking. Every person I know who has seen this is like, wait, what? Like, Megan Fox? And I'm going to be honest. This is not going to be a particularly kind to Chelsea podcast. It's It's tough. It's a tough hang with Chelsea. Nevertheless, this has nothing to do with what she looks like. Saying you look like Megan Fox is something very, very specific. 
I also, I went back and watched it several times and I have a lot to say about how she delivered this information. But what was your first reaction when you saw this scene? I am sure I was like live texting you this. You were. I'm going to try to find the text right now. (laughs) I was like, my my jaw was dropped. Like I was like, (laughs) no fucking way it would be one thing if this experiment was like you stay in the pods and they never have to see you but like she said that knowing he was going to see her one day she also made it seem like she didn't really know who megan fox is she was like mgk's like girlfriend beyonce she never says that we saw Megan Fox. She lets Jimmy fill in the blank. And then she just goes, it's just because I have light eyes and dark hair. And it is so, it is so wild. I, to say, to liken oneself to Megan Fox is not only to suggest that you have a certain aesthetic, or not, not only a certain resemblance, but an aesthetic and that you also ooze sex. And no, not even that. Not even that. Not even that. Not even that. Megan Fox is known as one of the not even pretty hottest, hottest women yeah. in the world. Like the world. if there was a poll of like who are like the it hot girls that everyone thinks are those people, Megan Fox is top 3. I definitely agree. 100%. So, Out of this if world. you're Jimmy and you hear this, it doesn't matter what my connection is with Jess, it's either that or Megan Fox. Well, I think I'm going to go to Megan Fox. Also, they have to be so horny in these pods, right? Where they're like having this like emotional connection. And I mean, I guess if it's working, I assume the big for the guys. Well, we got to see a little bit more of that this season than yeah. usual. Usually yeah. we only really get the like deep connection and like, you know, whatever. We got a little like, you know, sexy chat. At one yeah. point. Yeah, definitely more sexy chat. And also a lot of like, a lot more conversation about how looks were going to factor into it. Like in a wide, wide array of ways. And we'll, we'll talk more about that. But specifically with this Megan Fox thing, I, I watched this like multiple times because I, I really needed to like be in the moment. <laughs> Understand. She, bring, she brings up the conversation. They're like looking for a change of topics. It gets awkward. And, she, and they're like, oh, I'm just trying to change the conversation. And she says, she asks him, does anyone ever say you look like a celebrity? And he says, yes, but we don't get to see who that celebrity is. And then it transitioned into her saying, I get told on the plane that I look like, like MGK's fiance. And that's when he fills in the blank. And so it's like, I'm just like, is this a line? Like, does she use this line on guys? It felt premeditated. Well, no. Because if she's using that line in person, people would be like, what? <laughs> like, I, I was trying, I think I texted you this, but I was trying to think, if not you, I don't know who else I was texting, texting this to. But if I'm trying to compare, like, who could I say that I look like that's as far off as her and Megan Fox? Like, I need people to understand, like, how far off this woman was. <laughs> if you didn't watch it and you're just listening to us because you like hearing us chat... It is comparable to me saying that I look like Margot Robbie. (laughs) 
I get it all the time. <laughs> it's just because I have blonde highlights. Like, that's how close it is. I was thinking for me, it would be like Jessica Chastain because I have redhead <laughs> complexion. Yeah, like it's so far off. It's embarrassing. And not only did she say this to someone that she thought like would potentially see her one day, she also said it on camera for the whole world to hear. It is so, so shocking. It was, it's crazy. Also, the thing about it is like, I was like, I, I recently was hanging out with a friend of a friend. Like we were all at like a bar. So I was sitting next to this friend of a friend for hours and I only saw him in profile. So I actually like, don't completely know what he looks like because I only saw his profile. But in profile, he looks a lot like John Hamm. Not at all when he looks straight on as far as I can recall, but a lot in profile. And I was thinking this to myself for hours, but I was like, I can't say it. It's inherently so suggestive. It's like, am I trying to tell this guy that I like think you like that you're like yeah. sexy like John Hamm? There's yeah. just certain celebrities that their whole package means something beyond just like what they look like. And jo- I actually think John Hamm and Megan Fox are two of those people in particular. What's that one woman's name? Oh my gosh. She's in White Lotus. She's, oh my Which God. One? Just black Jennifer, hair. Jennifer Coolidge? No, Aubrey oh, Plaza? No, no, no. Aubrey Plaza. Like, I feel like she's another one that has that like certain appeal to her. There's like a few celebrities that just like, yeah, they just, they have a sex appeal. I don't that's know like how front and else, center. Yeah, I was going to say it in a much more graphic way. I was going to say, I don't know how else <laughs> to state it other than like, in general, people want to fuck them. Yeah. Yes, that's, I agree with Megan, Ham, Megan Fox and John Hamm. Both of them are like, just, they're, they're on people's like hall pass list for that reason. For sure. 100%. And... This changed the fate of Love is Blind season six. And for all we know, butterfly effect the future of the world. Oh, you know who else does that for me? The guy from Peaky Blinders. Oh, Killian Murphy? Yeah. Yeah. Well, have you watched Peaky Blinders? Yeah, that's why. He's so hot in that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is unbearable. I I hadn't seen it. And did you watch it recently? Yeah. Well, I watched it a long time ago and I I forgot about it. it. Because I watched it when I was pregnant with Carter. So I'd fall asleep like five minutes into the episode. Mm. So I never had any idea what was going on. Seth just watched it every night and I'd fall asleep. So I never really watched it. And then I just was watching it like last week. And oh, he's so I got to it. season three and now I have too much reality content that I'm struggling. Oh. But I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like it's, a, it's, 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 it's like, Ugh, I don't even know how to describe the feeling. I can't. I thought about it a lot because <laughs> I, it's so hot. What it is, is he holds himself so with so much power in the Ugh. way that he like carries his arms. And like, also quite frankly, the way he treats women like shit is so his, like his, his voice, but he's such a sensitive cool, soul. Ultimately. Uh, it's so good. So he's and so the, the close-ups of his like face Tom Shelby. Yeah. He's beautiful, man. But prior to watching I, the show, I, everyone would talk about how hot he is, and I'd be like, I don't get it. It's like, only as Tommy he's Shelby. Like, fine, he's, it's fine. As Oppenheimer, I'm like, I'm fine, pass. But as Tommy Shelby, he's really hot. <laughs> yeah, Thomas Shelby. Would <laughs> By order of the peaky fucking blindness. <laughs> Thomas Shelby would bag me easily. Yeah, but after watching that show, I was like, whew. But before, that's what Megan Fox is, but all the time. What'd you say? In every element. That's Megan yeah. Fox, but all the time. 
her walking down the street in sweatpants, people are still like, yep. Her. She's, she's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, of course. She also is petite. Another nice, mm-hmm. not, not nice thing to say. But like, Chelsea's not even that. Like, there's nothing there. And Chelsea's also- hair is not even as dark as hers. I also, I want to go back to that. I don't think it's not nice to say that Megan Fox is petite. I don't think it's not not nice to say that Megan Fox is petite and Chelsea's not. Chelsea's not petite. I'm not petite either. Like, I'm not petite you. either. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it's actually just like a Facts. thing. It's there's yeah. it's just a fact, and it's fine. Well, yeah, I guess that's fine because like I'm not even saying that petite is what people desire. What I want, yeah. I don't want to be yeah. petite. Totally. But standards. Yeah, or like general standards say that that's better. It's implying an, uh, an adherence to a beauty standard that yeah. Chelsea doesn't look like, which also is fine. Like, yeah, it's yeah, not a judgment. Yeah, yeah. It's just a fact. It's just not what she looks like. I looked back at my text messages to you mm-hmm. and I said at one point in watching this, I said, Chelsea is not Megan Fox, but she's also like not awful looking. Like she can just no. be confident <laughs> in who she is. Ultimately, this is the problem with Chelsea. Her uh, her personality that we are seeing on TV, they really play into her insecurity. And we just see mm-hmm. her nagging him and giving him a hard time. And like, you know, at the party when he, I think he crosses the line a little bit with AD where he's like asking her about right. her body and stuff. But it's so out in the open with Clay there that I don't think Jimmy's doing it because he's like into her. I think he's kind of like genuinely interested in how she achieves her look. Mm, I don't think it was even crossing the line. I was totally fine with all of it. It's just like they're all out in the open. They have spoken to each other, not seen each other. But Chelsea's just, she's just very insecure. She says it. She was worried about Jimmy seeing her in a bikini and not being into her. And that's, I think, incredibly relatable and really sad. But she doesn't own those feelings. Like she, uh, not to use, you know, like Real Housewives reunion talk, like you need to own that. But just she doesn't have the confidence. <laughs> and so it comes off very naggy. But don't you feel like you have to have some sort of confidence to say you look like Megan Fox? Like, it doesn't add up to me. I think she might have confidence in her personality and maybe not in her Which appearance. Which is also mis- misleading, I think. I would say I prefer her appearance to her personality. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that she seemed a lot more comfortable in the pods than in interacting with people. Yeah, yeah. Like, it seems like yeah, the real yeah, world yeah. really gets in the way. Also, I think... One thing that was really interesting in their conversations was she asked him, like, what's your biggest accomplishment And he in the pods? And he's like, going to college. Like, I know that seems mm-hmm. small, but I'm the first person on the other side of my family to do that. And I really want to yeah. travel. And he clearly had a lot of pride in that. And then, you know, I think for her, she talks, she like kind of denigrates herself being like, I just went from trade school to trade school and just kind of like doesn't have a lot of pride in anything she's done. And I yeah. think she's just like, is like insecure. I mean, clearly she is like we see it in the first six episodes that she is. It's just confusing because she does random things where I'm like, what? Even the conversation with AD or Jimmy and AD's conversation. I'm sorry. If AD is walking around in a skin tight dress, we can't not talk about it. Her body is insane. I think that dress in particular looked amazing. It was like perfect. She looked casual. But it was like appropriate. She looked put together. I don't know. She looked so good in it. That kind of that style of like the cutout looked amazing. Her body is ridiculous. Sick. Yeah, she's like it's ridiculous. Yes, yeah, but it's also like it's her profession and like her her metier. I mean, her butt is like it could be like in the museum in a museum. She's Jesus in squats. She has a shelf. <laughs> but for Jimmy, so like I could 
I could see, I even said to Seth, I was like, her body's fucking insane. And he was like, yeah, it's crazy. Like, so if we saw it and Seth said that, I'd be like, yeah, I mean, like we can't, it's right in front of us. We can't not talk about it. But then she brought it to another level. They could have kept it like between them and that would have been it. Her, like her making it a big deal. I'm like, okay, so you have enough confidence to say it out loud so that everyone can hear that Jimmy thinks that she has a good body. You're okay with that. But then when with Jimmy trying to kind of clean it up, because he's also like, I don't want Clay to think that I was just, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that now you're upset. I'm like, you're the one that made this happen. Yeah. Yeah. It it just the whole thing was it was a hard to watch. Also, you know, moments before that, she's talking to Laura about Jimmy's dick. And it's like she's willing to talk about other people's bodies, I guess. It's you know, it, it's not exactly one to one, but one thing about this season so far, there's so much more conversation, explicit conversation about appearance, like just way, way more. I mean, one thing with Clay and AD, you know, I'm like fascinated by them and I'm really fascinated by Clay. AD is clearly everyone's favorite person. Like she was like, just, <laughs> she was the glue of the party and she, yeah. she has clearly has like deep and meaningful conversations with people like off the jump. I'm surprised that she ended up with Clay because it was, it was such a poignant moment when she like wouldn't give in to him asking what she looked like. And she's like, I, I won't do that. And especially because if he did know at the time, I think he would have been really happy. Like he seems to be really <laughs> attracted to her. But she's just like, I'm not doing that. And I thought it was really, that was like really interesting. I really like her. Well, I was going to say in general, it seems like the women that were most comfortable with their appearance did not talk about it at all. Yeah. Yeah. Just That's a good point. said n- nothing until a certain point. We'll get to that. She said nothing. AD would not even when asked and Sarah Ann said nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I think Laura didn't really say anything either. Oh yeah. Maybe Laura didn't either. Another one who seems pretty confident. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's interesting. I, I like this season is different overall. Like I was really surprised. They showed conversations about abortion in the pods. They had done that previously with Bartice and Nancy, but it was a different kind of oh, conversation. Wow, yeah. But that was interesting to see in the pods. They also talked about just like race more directly in some ways, like mm-hmm. with the conversation between Kenneth and AD and Kenneth no. talking about how, oh, yeah, 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 at the party, how can and like Kenneth and Brittany talked about it, like if, mm-hmm. it, if it would matter. But I think one thing about this that I want to mention is one of the reasons this season I think is like much more entertaining than last season's is because last season there's still um, ongoing litigation and there's. <laughs> But seriously, and also there's, yeah. you know, one of the cases is a woman who was on season five is suing Kinetic, the company that makes the show. The producers, um, right? Yeah, the producers. Com- accusing them of basically like allowing sexual assault to happen between her and the person she ended up with. So I think last season was edited as a result of that. But I also just wanted to mention it. Like we're like praising the show. I think it's important to also note that there is also a lot of problems with the show, too. And so far this season, I haven't, there's nothing has come out that I'm aware of that is on the level of what happened in season five, but I'm not saying that didn't happen. And it just, I just wanted to note it because I think it's particularly relevant, especially because of how the show is being made right now. Just a question. And I'm not even sure if you know the answer to this, but was this show shot pre allegations? I don't know. I don't think so. I, I, based on the timing of what they said in the pods, I think this was shot like a year ago. Which wasn't season five shot right basically alongside season four. So it was shot really, really early. Yeah. 
So I want to say that this was shot after that. I'm just wondering if they... Oh, definitely was shot after. That's for sure. Right. So, um, well, no, definitely after season five, but I'm saying like after the allegation, after they purposely edited that that couple out. Because if that happened after that, even if, even just after the editing of that, they clearly knew something was wrong and that's why they edited that couple out. I'm wondering if they took different precautions Precautions. or or extra precautions with this season. Because to your point, I haven't heard anything. Again, that doesn't mean that nothing happened or that it won't come out. But as of now, it doesn't seem like anything has happened. And overall, the the drama this season seems like pretty normal relationship shit. Definitely. And also, they explicitly talk about like who's having sex and who's not having sex. And yeah. none of them had sex the first night in the Dominican, I guess. Yeah. So that was like pretty interesting. But we got to talk about Jess because Jess had the line of the century thus far. And that includes... Phaedra being on Traders. Jess's line (laughs) to Jimmy at their breakup, I will never forget. Play the clip. When you see and realize what you missed out on, you are going to choke. You're going to choke. You are going to need your EpiPen to open up your airways because you are going to be in disbelief of what you missed out on. Thank you for the experience. And truly, Jimmy, God bless you. I've been waiting for people to see this to talk about it. <laughs> this is the best, most savage breakup line I can ever remember. I also do not recall him saying that he needed an EpiPen. So I would love to know if he's like always <laughs> carrying one or if she was just like, that's how that's how much you will choke. You'll be going to anaphylaxis. <laughs> it was so good. I felt like I was cheering at my TV. I, I don't know how much I liked just before I was kind of just like, eh, this line, I was like, oh, she's like one of my favorites ever. I will never forget this. This is the, this is the <laughs> highlight of reality TV for me in quite some time. I, I fucking loved it. Jess is, well, I feel mixed about her too. She's a little too like Southern, like playing a Southern bell for me in some of these conversations. She also says, very often, not me, blah, blah, blah. Or like not, she does like a lot of internet speak. Well, there what there seemed to be a lot of internet speak in the first six episodes in general, yeah. which yeah. was so weird to me. These people are probably like roughly five to 10 years younger than us, right? Yeah. Who's the oldest person? Like how old is the oldest person? Like 30 crazy, something? Crazy Matthew, who was 36. Oh, so some of them are older than us. Okay, so... They're in our generation. No one's older roughly. than me, but yes, in my generation okay. still. Okay. I don't like take my Twitter fingers into real life. Me neither. I left my Twitter fingers in 2020. Yeah, I, I, I'm like, I've stopped. I don't really like, it was just so weird to hear some of them talk. And I was just like, this is so weird. It feels like they're like writing captions back and forth. That's a great way of putting it. It's a really great way of putting it. Yeah, it was like, I, I don't know. When Sarah Ann was like, I'm a patriot. I'm like, who talks that way? Also, it was it was funny because Ugh. AD was a patriot's dancer. So it's like, if anyone's a patriot, <laughs> it's AD. <laughs> also, I wanted to be like, are you? Do you know what that means? Or are you just like repeating what someone says? And I know, like, what, what does that mean to you? I know we're jumping around a lot, but just to talk about Sarah Ann. 
I think that is the reason why he did not choose her. I agree. I agree. I think that he clearly (laughs) is like pretty liberal. Yeah. And interesting. Obviously, I live in Dallas and I guess kind of Charlotte now. And I would assume that like on apps and stuff or like dating, that's probably a pretty big thing you bring up because there's such Mm -hmm. a variety of opinion in those places. Yeah, Yeah, it's true. Like in New York on dating apps, there's a lot. I would say the the most political references are to like, like Trump voters swipe left or whatever. It's like very, but it's kind of like, I don't even think that means that's like someone's opinion. So it's just more like virtue signaling, you know? Right. And that's, but that's like a deep blue state. Whereas North Carolina is like very much, as you said, purple, especially Charlotte. Mm -hmm. And Texas has pockets that are different and whatnot. Right. Like Dallas and Charlotte, technically, I believe I know Dallas is, but I'm pretty sure Charlotte is too, are technically blue, but like, that's the city of Charlotte, which yeah. Charlotte and Dallas are huge. And there's a million cities like right outside of both of them. So you're getting like a very wide variety of where people land. And to your point, it's not just like, did you vote for Trump? It's like, there's a lot of people in Charlotte that may have voted for Trump, but don't agree with all of his stances, but they definitely don't believe in abortion. So like, that's right. why they go that way. So I feel like it's interesting that he was like, I need to know like exactly where you stand on certain specific issues. Yeah. I also thought it, especially in the state of North Carolina, it's really relevant that he is like, you love who you love. Like that's him saying he's, you know, he's for all LGBTQ plus Mm -hmm. rights. And that's like, it's not even coded language, but that's just like how he expresses it and how it's edited. But that's really relevant, particularly in that state where it's cut, where it's been under fire. Those rights have been under fire. So. Right. And I will say as much as I like Jeremy is kind of like a zero for me in the pod. He's a neg- he's a negative for me. I, I'm repulsed by him. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed him being like, yeah, I need to know these things kind yeah, of. Agreed. And I like that. It's like a priority to him. And like for me personally, like there are certain issues that if you were on the other side of it, I, I don't know how it would work. Yeah. It's a deal breaker. I, I, politics often yeah. are a deal breaker. So you should talk yeah. about it because it's, it speaks a lot to like what you value as well. So I, I actually think Charlotte seems like a really good city for this. Mm-hmm. First of all, we're getting a big cross section of Americans here. Mm-hmm. Also, we got some, you know, like Amy is an immigrant. Oh, yeah. Of Amy and Johnny. Yeah. We have people who went to college, people who didn't go to college. We have people who are, you know, have white collar jobs. We have a principal. We have a flight attendant. Like it's a, it's a wide swath. Of we people. have some very religious people. I yeah. And then like Jess is, cl- everything. Jess is clearly like casually. Yeah. I will say the one biggest difference that I think makes this season better versus last season in Houston, other than the other complications of that, how that show was the final product that we saw just as a viewer. There's no scientists here. There's no Milton. There's no Lydia. <laughs> there's no, like, there's no one with a really advanced degree who's thinking about like physics and how that goes with dating. And like, honestly, I sh- love Milton and like, I'm happy him and Lydia are still together, but just for television and for the, this experiment, it works better if you have less of an understanding of astrophysics. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I think we talked about this, but I also think that it works better because 
in Charlotte, I know this from my husband's from Charlotte. And when I got married to him, he was, we were both 29. And at the wedding, every person from his side was like, Mm. you finally got him. We didn't know if he would ever settle down. Like he, we we didn't know when this was going to happen. Like, whoo, you guys, I'm so happy you guys are finally getting married. And I was like, huh? Like he's 29 (laughs) years old. What are we talking about? And on the flip side, my family, I'm the first one to get married and I'm not the (laughs) oldest. So there was none of that commentary from my side, especially since most of my friends are from LA and New York. So a lot of them still not married, like totally normal to get married at 29. If anything, that's on the younger side of my friend group. Oh yeah. I feel like in Charlotte, I would be very interested to know what the average age is of getting married, but it's like 21, 22. Like it is still super, super young in (laughs) North Carolina in general. Well, I mean, especially adding out like the outskirts of Charlotte, like it just gets younger as you get out of actual Charlotte. And by the way, all of friends are either engaged and married in, in Charlotte, have been. All my friends, same thing, engaged or married. So I really think these people want to get married. They want it. Mm-hmm. I think that's definitely true with Jimmy. And I think the way that he responded to Jess and Chelsea in the pods, like, said that to me. I was thinking about how different Jimmy is from Joey. Like, if, jo- if Joey, oh. the bachelor, <laughs> was in the pods and he heard from Jess that she was a mom... And like also her, Justin's like really, I think, harrowing story of how she found her. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Joey would have handled it with grace and just like kept it moving. Jimmy is like, so he doesn't have the words. He doesn't know what to say. I think he's so focused on like a specific image of marriage that like anything that deviates, he doesn't know what to do. And so he was like so floored by everything. Jess is is too strong of a woman for him. Like he cannot handle her. Which he essentially said, but turned it around to make it seem like she was like a negative and that's why it yeah. won't work. And like I was he, like, no. Like he needs someone to like hold his hand. She was like, if you need to be coddled, it's not going to work. Right. And I, I think like by the end of the pod, like from the beginning of the pod in my head, I was like, Jess is kind of like, eh. By yeah. the end of the pod, I was like, well, first of all, that line really helped her. I'm not going to lie. But, you will choke. <laughs> <laughs> but on top of that, I was just like, yeah, she's not just going to do whatever you say. She's not like she is who she is. She's not changing. She's not really looking for another child. She's looking for a partner to like build something with. And she was probably, I'm trying to think, 80s probably a little bit like that too. And Laura, 80 Laura and Jess were all pretty much like, hey, I bring this to the table. Like you need to like match me here and like hope we can be greater together. But it wasn't going to be like, oh, I'm going to like fold your underwear for you and make sure <laughs> that wasn't like her vibes at all. And Jimmy was just like, yeah, I don't know if this is what I want. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Sound the gifting panic alarm. You need to get an amazing gift. Wait, no, the perfect gift. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. 
Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday present for the pickleballer, Gift Mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Yeah, Jimmy Jimmy wants like an unrealistic relationship. Like he and and I think he went into it. Like he's like I catch feelings really fast. Like he just wants to move quickly. I just think he wants to be married. By the way, he was in full panic after Jess said that he had a kid because he, in my opinion, had a stronger connection with Jess and was 100% going to pick her until she said she had a kid. And then I was, he, yeah. he, he wasn't sure if he could get over it. Fully panicked and like horrible answer, by the way. If I'm Jess, we're done after totally. that. Like how it's you a, reacted to that, it would be, I, that would be it for me. And then he goes to Chelsea and she tells him that she was married before. Both of these things do not fit in his like white picket fence, perfect family. I'm going to meet my woman and like have where I'm going to be her first husband. And I feel like he had to pick like which one's worse. And he was just like, I can deal with her <laughs> being married. I can't deal with her having a kid. Yeah. And I think he also didn't want the responsibility, which I, which I also think is fair. By the way, I, I actually don't like judge him for being like, I don't want to be a stepdad. I, I'm not ready for that. Like, if you're not ready, you're not ready. There's nothing wrong with that. It's sad and unfortunate for the mother or the woman, but like, that's an honest response and you can't force someone to be ready for that. Well, I would rather him tell the truth. If I'm Jess, I would rather him tell the truth and show me that so that I know it's not going to work. Like, yeah. don't try to be with just me. Like, I'm. it's me and my kid. So you either have to choose both of us or neither of us. So I do appreciate him kind of at least reacting like very truthfully um, oh, but I was going to say, like, if you're Jimmy and you're like, I can choose this woman who I clearly have a stronger connection with, but she has a kid or I can choose divorce Megan Fox. I'm going to go with divorce Megan Fox. <laughs> By the way, Megan Fox is divorced. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. So some other major fuck ups by Jimmy that made me mad. The way that he like brought his drama with Jess into the conversation with Chelsea just like really sucks for Chelsea. Like it's not somehow really she her. got over it. Somehow she got over it, and then when they finally see each other, and he's like still so shook from how Jess talked to her, he's and like he's making oh, that yeah. talk to him. He's making that the focus of their like conversation when they first see each other. And then when they get to the Dominican, he's like, I have a bone to pick with you. And he gets mad at her for like telling someone in, in the women's quarters that he said, I love you, which then made it to Jess. Like, it's like, dude, just drop it. You're if you're not over Jess, that's one thing. But like, don't make this Chelsea's problem. And also like, for insecure woman, certainly not going to help if you're like still focused on this. 
No. Also, I have written down in my notes, like he kept saying in the Dominican, kept saying, and after they first met, like after he had to get down on one knee again or whatever, he kept saying like, not that looks matter, like not that looks matter, but blah, 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 blah. Not that looks matter. And I was like, uh, okay. It's like, no offense, but you're ugly. No offense, but I don't like you. It's like, (laughs) yeah. Also, (laughs) I'm like, Jimmy is not a fucking prize. Like, what are we talking about here? He, he, what's the guy's name for Peaky Blinders? Tommy Shelby. No, no, no. The actor. Oh, Killian Murphy. We could stick with Tommy Shelby. He's, he's, he's no Tommy Shelby. So (laughs) what are we talking about? Like, him continually saying that, I'm like, first of all, that doesn't feel good. Second of all, they clearly do matter to you because you keep yeah. fucking talking about it. It's really, yeah. I will say he's really interesting. I really noticed his like hip sneakers. Like he had oh. very, he had was wearing blazers, like Nike blazers, the high top ones. And he was wearing like Nike waffle. I think like waffle ones or something like that. Yeah, And kind of like, like, hip athleisure and I was like oh he actually really cares about like how he presents himself as like yeah looking current and kind of like trendy I thought he looked good by the way it's also like sort of he like picked up a J crew catalog and modeled himself after oh, that yeah, which like, PS, he I do that too well. yeah but so you could tell that he does care in a way and it's and he cares about aesthetics it's not even just like fitness or body size but like aesthetics do matter to him versus someone like Trevor who was Chelsea's other guy who I didn't like at first because I just found him like awkward but then I came to really love him by the end of the pods and I was so sad for him I was just gonna say like we can't like we've talked about Jimmy and Chelsea an enormous amount and haven't (laughs) given flowers to Trevor by the end of the pod I absolutely loved him I I think he's like my favorite person from the show I love him him and AD I love him he's like just seems like a really nice guy such a nice guy and I really did not want his heart to be broken which I hope he finds love like Chelsea chose Jimmy because she was trying to beat Jess. I think that's true. And, and, and also, I think he's she like, knows if in her this heart. went, he was like, if I were first, would it have been different? And it's like, if I she know. can't just say no to that, then that's a problem. Yeah. Which is so, I'm so interested to see if they're still together, Chelsea and, and Jimmy. I know. Because I can't wait to find out. I'm just like, she has to know in her heart she should have picked Trevor. Like, I really think she knows that. He just seems like a great guy. But I also th- thought that their connection seemed better. Yeah. Like, I, I think that she just wanted to beat Jess. Especially also, since this is probably the only setting that she could beat Jess. And so for someone what, to... You mean with, for a guy? Yeah, for a guy. I don't know. I'm going to put... I want to push back on that. We don't like Chelsea. She's annoying. She's insecure. But like, I think Trevor, even in a lineup, would pick Chelsea. I think he really liked her. And she's tall. Oh. He's tall. I think he really liked her after getting to know her, but in a bar, most guys are going to choose. Most guys are going to choose Jess. I just, maybe I'm just maybe I'm just talking out of guilt because I feel bad about how mean we've been about Chelsea. <laughs> but I do I, think that Trevor. I, I do just, think that Trevor really liked her, and like I do like, think sh- that Trevor really liked her. And if he got to know both of them, he's going to choose Chelsea. But. For someone like Chelsea, who wants to look like Megan Fox, says she looks like Megan Fox, is very insecure about her looks. She says it multiple times. You see Jess in a pod. You guys are going for the same guy. She wants to beat Jess because in high school, she's not beating Jess. By the way, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that this is just based off of like a general guy who are, who is dumb and horny. They're choosing Jess. (laughs) 
And <laughs> you I just do described half the population. Jess is prettier than average. Like she just is. And she might not be everyone's type. Like I wouldn't say Jess is particularly my type, but like objectively, yeah. people are going to think Jess is more attractive than Chelsea based on the average beauty standard. It's going to yeah. be Jess. So I can understand Chelsea being like, I can fucking beat this bitch and I wouldn't beat her anywhere else. It's true. Also, we didn't get a ton of the women's living quarters, but it did seem like Jess really being to Jimmy was very clear. And she was like talking about right. it really loudly and sort yeah. of, I don't think she was being like rude about it, but she certainly wasn't keeping it a secret. And like, she was no, using her internet speak to talk about how much she likes him. Also, she's probably used to being very confident and getting guys. Yeah. So I feel like she felt totally fine talking about her connections, whereas Chelsea was much more like guarded about it. And I like, I think that's probably how they are day to day in normal life. And I also think that's probably why Jess reacted the way she did. By the way, we absolutely loved it. We ate it up. But like in the real world, Jimmy's typically aren't shutting down Jess's. <laughs> Definitely not. Jimmy, I mean, Jimmy's fine. Jimmy's like just a guy who's a nice yeah, pair of sneakers. Yeah. I'm just saying that. And so I feel like when she was rejected, she was like, are you fucking kidding me? And that's why <laughs> she was confident enough to be like, you, you will, will choke. choke when you see what you missed <laughs> out on. You will need your EpiPen. Like <laughs> so good. It's just so good. Yeah. Can we talk about AD? Cause I am confused by her. It's hard to understand. <sighs> how one person could have such an allegedly deep connection with psycho Matthew and then end up engaged to Clay, who is obsessed with making sure his wife goes to the gym. (laughs) I am just so confused. Matthew is legitimately, like the men clearly hated him. I'm just like, what's going on here? And the the way that he like, there was one moment, I think it was Sarah Ann, where he was like, pick a number one to 12 and I'll ask you my question. And she picked like four. And he's like, can you pick a different one? Everyone's going with four. It's like, what the fuck is this game, you psycho? And then saying the exact same thing to the both women who are named Amber. He, I wonder if he got (laughs) confused or something. It was just so crazy. Also, he was just like walking out of conversations. We've never seen that before. Oh my God, that was incredible. He just walked out. He's psycho. <laughs> Apparently, he's the only one who hasn't promoted it on his social media of, of the entire cast. So, and I'm, I'm sure like, he, he had hates a great his experience. edits. I'm sure he hates his edit too. I think he hated his time, his whole thing. My husband, who is also not a huge talker, was like, I feel him. Like, if he knows in the first two seconds that it's not going to work, like, why are we wasting our time with chit chat? <laughs> but you might just... say goodbye. You might say, I'm yeah. leaving. <laughs> he was just like, eh, I don't think I like that answer. I'm out. <laughs> Matthew is a nut job. He is a nut job. I do think that the way AD handled him in the first conversation, he treated her differently the rest of the time for the most part. Mm. So I can see why AD was into him. By the way, love, absolutely love the way they edited it. They made us feel like Matthew was so into AD and only AD only to find out he was doing the same thing. It was really, it's a really well, it was well great made editing television show. Great, great editing. 
Is it possible he didn't know there were two Ambers? Is it possible he was confused? Because AD is like, my name is Amber, but I go to, by AD. And then the other girl is also named Amber. No. no. <laughs> it's not possible because when AD confronted him about it, he was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I did that. Don't, which I still don't get it. Like, who were you going to pick, Matthew? I don't know what his end game was. It was so weird. I feel really mixed about Clay. I, I like that he's self-aware and he's like, my ego is a problem. I like that he's like very open about needing therapy. But this, like, I thought the conversation where she was like, you need to be nice when he was telling her, like, he would tell her to get to the gym if she like gained weight or something. <laughs> I was just like, she's handling this really well. But like, what is his hang up with his with his wife looking a certain way? Like, what is that? <sighs> I don't know. Uh, I, I I also have mixed feelings about Clay. <sighs> this I think conversation... he wants to be a good guy, which is like oh, weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do think he wants to be a good guy. I think he wants yeah. to do the right things. And I think for the most part, he's open about like, I really want to be. I just, I need help. I'm not there yet. Yeah. Which I don't know if that would, that would be uh, probably deal breaker for me. Like I want someone that's there, but good for AD for wanting to help him along the way. I, this conversation in particular, if he just said it a different way, I wouldn't be mad at it. Like I personally, that's what, that's, I, that's what she was saying. She I was know, like, you can I say know. it, but be nice. Especially since AD clearly cares about her body. Well, they're both I, athletes, right? He, I looked him up. He played, I think he ran track in ran college track. and mm-hmm. she, and she was a dancer for the Patriots and the Hornets. So yeah, I'm not going to go against dancers right now. He, because she cares about her body, I feel like she could take it if he said it differently. Whereas some women who they might care about their body or might struggle with their body or something, they could not take this. Yeah, but but I think it's more so like if they like if he had this conversation with Chelsea, it would not Mm -hmm. have gone well. Yeah, like I think there's some women that couldn't take that conversation, and like I think that's totally fine, especially after having a baby. I think a lot of women would not want to hear that. I would want to know if I had gained too much weight. Like I would want my husband to be like, Hey, Mm -hmm. like, do you want to work out with me? Do you want to go to the gym with me? That's never happened. Seth kind of likes chubbier when I'm chubbier. So like, it's never happened to me. But if he did say it, I'd be like, wow, I must've gained a lot of weight. Cause generally you're not too picky about where (laughs) where I'm at. So (laughs) I would want, just like a little motivation, but not the way he was saying it. He was just, it was not, it was the way that he was saying it was like controlling and sort of like, there's a standard you need to meet for me. And it was yeah. not kind. It was not about her. It was, it had nothing to do, it had nothing to do with anything other than like what he wants. He wants. And that's yes. And that's why it was fucked up. And you know, what's funny. I was just thinking like, we're like 45 minutes into this podcast. Love is not blind for you and I. We've talked exclusively almost about how people look. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But that's what the show kind of begs by taking looks out of it. It then becomes such a focal point. But like really in my actual life, I find it very hard to find someone attractive without getting to know them. For example, Tommy Shelby, pre-getting to know him, was not attracted to him, (laughs) post-getting to know him. Now you're in love with a mob boss. Yeah, from the so, 20th century. I, 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 for, I don't know if love is like 
blind, but I feel like I care so much more about personality than looks. Like it's not close. I will say I find Jeremy repulsive because I find his personality so off-putting. I think he's just like... Opposite with Trevor. I'm not attracted to Trevor at all physically. And then after getting to know him, I was like, I love him. Totally. I love him. I agree. At first I was like, he looks like Andre the Giant. And now I I really love him. I think he's like the nicest. Him and Nadie are the nicest people from the, the season. And someone like, what's his name? Matthew. I think he's like generally a good looking guy. Like I mm-hmm. feel like a lot of girls would find him attractive. His personality is a no fly zone for me. <laughs> he's I just, don't want to end up dead. There's a screw loose there because whatever he was doing was so weird and inexplicable. So I, I agree with you. A couple other people. We didn't talk about Kenneth and Brittany or Johnny and Amy at all. Kenneth and Brittany. So young. Is it possible to be a middle school principal at 54? I mean, sorry, at 24? Uh, yeah, I don't know how I got that position so quickly after college. I'm wondering if it was like some nepotism going on there. Because <laughs> I don't know how else you get to that point. <laughs> I think Brittany seems really sweet. So I don't know. sweet. I, I don't have hope for them. At, I feel like through the pods, I was like, they're really, really cute. Once yeah. they were together in person there seemed to be a lack of physical. Like she kept saying like, you can hold me. Like, I want you to touch. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like she definitely wanted like he, I feel like their, their point of views of like waiting for marriage are completely different. He's like, we're waiting for marriage. I don't touch or anything. Kiss you. Nothing. Like we're just going to go to sleep. And she's like, yeah, we're waiting for marriage, but you can still like do basically everything else. Yeah. Everything. But Yeah. So there seemed to be a disconnect that there. She really wants it to work. She's trying really hard. It's, yeah, and it's hard they were to watch. Really, really cute in the pods, like them talking it's hard. about everything. Oh, definitely. I think I do think it seems like people who share same faith, if it's really meaningful to them, like if it's mm-hmm. a big part of their life, if they find that in someone else, it seems like a, a quick way to have a connection because it's like such a big thing that you share. Yeah, Johnny and Amy, normies. I'm just like I don't I don't have a lot to say about them. No notes at this point. No notes at this point. I like Amy. Johnny seems fine too. I don't know. I like both of them. Yeah. They seem good. They both like very into family and whatever. I also love how they, neither one of them really had a connection with anyone else. Like they were like, yeah, I know it's, I know it's her. I know it's him. It's just you. Yeah. Yeah. I think they'll make it. I think they, they definitely will. I, I hope so. I feel like they're both really good people and they clearly have like a lot of commonality, like through the pods and stuff. So I'm like, I don't, and I don't know how they could not make it. That when they were talking about anime, I was like, oh, this is legit. They're like <laughs> to each other. Yeah. Very, very similar interests. <laughs> who do you, based at this point, who do you think will make it? Oh, it's really hard to say if Clay and AD make it. I'm back and forth. I have, on I have them. no idea. I have no idea. Yeah, I like rooting I don't for them. I want her to. I want them both to be happy because I do like them both. But yeah. I, I really don't know. He I seems like know. he still has a lot of work to do. And like, is she willing to go along for the ride? I don't know. It's for me right now. I feel like it seems like she is, but we'll see. Like you know, once they're back in Charlotte, like we'll see how that kind of like comes out. So that'll be interesting. And then Johnny and Amy, I think will make it. I think that's it for me. I, I feel like I don't really know Laura. I think I like her. She seems like someone I'd be friends with, but I don't really know her. I need to get to know her more. 
She's punchy. I, her her and Jeremy I, yes. are both punchy. So I don't know how that's going to work. I like Jeremy. I just feel like that fight they had at the end of this episode or end mm-hmm. of sorry, um, end of episode six. Uh, the, I don't know. The t- the, the, what was that called? Bean dip. The bean slap. dip. I never heard it. of that, by the way. Me neither. One, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Like Clay's reaction and AD's reaction, which by the way, their little back and forth was interesting. Mm-hmm. I liked how AD stood up for Clay. Um, Me too. In a very nice way, she did it. And I liked how they were just able to like have that and just like move on. They were totally, Laura and AD were totally fine the next day. I think to Clay's credit, to Clay's credit too, because he knows he like has work to do and like is like working on himself. He's like open to hard conversations. Like he's, and he's open to like, a conversation that's filled with conflict and then moving on. And AD and Laura seem like good friends. Yeah. That's what I like that. They were able to like disagree and just like move right on. Like no one left. They kept sitting there, kept talking to each other. I like that, but I didn't think it was a big deal. Like, I don't understand why clay even was offended. I don't understand. Like I agree with Laura hundred percent in this situation. It's not that big of a deal. It was a joke. I didn't think he was actually going to do it. So it didn't matter. He didn't even need to bring it up. Like the whole thing was just stupid. If she said it differently, it would go over better. But right, right. <laughs> she's not saying things that are as inflammatory as like Clay. They're kind of the opposite. Clay says things that are really inflammatory, but like very calmly and plainly. Laura yeah. says things that are not that inflammatory, but she's like yelling and yelling. she's like raising her voice. And it's like, yeah. so that it makes it a thing. <laughs> um. So yeah, that how they dealt with that. I was kind of like, this is not going well on day not one. Great. Not yeah. Great. <laughs> yeah. I just hate Jeremy. Jeremy seems like, oh, wait. you know, yeah. Oh, wait, finish. Jeremy seems like what? You know how the people who make the show also make Married at First Sight? I'm just like, Jeremy should have been on Married at First Sight. Like that, he's on the wrong show for me. And I, he reminds me of like an early 90 day fiance type of guy, too. And I just like, I find him incredibly irritating. Jimmy could do well on Married at First Sight, too. Definitely. I was going to say, this is probably like my last comment on the first six episodes but okay great um or like the last thing i have written down in my notes i do not believe that jimmy has a big dick Mm. i was looking when he was in his underwear i was like trying to see (laughs) (laughs) it seemed fine (laughs) yeah i feel like it's probably fine but chelsea chelsea thinks that she looks like megan fox so i I gotta say trust what she thinks anything looks like. Also, I think she just wants to brag. I think she just yeah, wants to be like, 100%, it's huge. 100%. It's huge. She said, she went like, she made her both hands into an O. Like, no dick is that big, Chelsea. Shut the fuck also, up. She, also, nobody wants kind of weird. I don't want a dick. I'm about to say, it's like, weird to like lie trunk. about, lie and, and exaggerate about girth versus length. It's like weird. So weird. I have to say, Again, good television making. Very awkward as the viewer. The scene when Jimmy and Chelsea are getting into bed together for the first time and he's like salivating and he's just like, he's like takes his shorts off and gets in bed. I was just like, oh God. It's hard to watch. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I, I have to give Jimmy a little credit. How he dealt with everything in the pods. I was just like, I was like, this man is a child. I was like, he's got no I was just like, this is not good. Uh, But it seems like whenever like Chelsea says something weird or does something weird, he's been able to navigate it so far. He remains calm. Yeah. Even when she made the big deal about AD, like in the moment he said he was very uncomfortable 
And he was just like, all right, let's just go with the flow. Let me go talk to AD. Like, he doesn't get mad at her, which you would think he would. Like, I keep waiting for him to be like, what the fuck, Chelsea? And he just, like, doesn't do it. Yeah, I think his biggest sins, to the extent he has any, are, like, unloading his emotional stuff in a time that's, like, not appropriate. Like, right at the beginning of his relationship with Chelsea. It's just, like, save it, you know? And then he yeah. tries to, like, justify it by being like, but I have to have to be honest, have to tell you how I'm feeling. And it's like, yeah, but it's just, like, there's a different time and a different way to do it. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm sure he has a perfectly fine penis, but he needs to work <laughs> on his timing. <laughs> really interested to see how they live together in Charlotte. I can't wait to go back to Charlotte. I'm I, Also, in the previews, it shows that he sees Jess and I just like cannot wait. I know. Cannot wait. You fucked her. I know you did. Yeah. What's that about? Can't wait. Thank you to our producer, Jade Whaley, for bearing with us. Love talking about Love is Blind. We'll be, I'll be back. We will both be back on Monday and have a great weekend. 